Welcome to another episode of So What Is It? A Red Dwarf Podcast! Now, I'm afraid I've put those guys in from a previous episode. Those who've been following our podcast as episodes come out will realise it's been a long, long time since we've released an episode. It's been a long, long while since we've all been together in one room, really. Um, Jobs, pandemic restrictions being lifted all affected our ability to get together something we're going to rectify very soon so this is hopefully the first of many episodes to come we may change schedule and release um um, once a month rather than once a week for a while whilst we get back on track but hopefully we're going to be there again anyway for this episode um there, there was a limbo period and somehow our recording for the episode blue went missing just like the last episode we don't know what happened really But there you go, that's it. It's lost in a shiny, whirly thing in space somewhere. What I'm going to do, I'm just going to give you a few thoughts on Blue. Um, I can re- vaguely remember our conversation. I've just rewatched it, but also I'm going to sprinkle the episode with a few outtakes from past episodes just so you can hear the other guys as well. I know you wouldn't want to miss that. As a baseline assessment of this episode, I think we were actually all in fair agreement on this one. We were reasonably disappointed save the end of course i think it's infamous the end we love the song at the end that's that's what we've got to say um for me i watched it over and over when i first uh, watched the series um matty absolutely was in raptures about this he loved the song um so that was the saving grace of the episode as for the rest i think we felt a bit disappointed really as as uh, dwarfers as so what is us we uh we like the jokes, and for us, they fell pretty flat here. And that's a fact. I mean, so one thing I, I pretty much do know is we don't see much of Holly after this. We don't Future know. spoilers. Hopefully our listeners know this already. I'm sure they do. If not, edit it um, out. Should, should we not talk about this now and pretend we're surprised? In series six, yeah, sure, absolutely. <laughs> well, it, it was kind of my fault for you know a couple of weeks. I can't ago, believe we did five series until two weeks ago, and then that blurts out. I let the, let the no. cat out of the bag. You're saying it was kind of my fault? No, it was all your fault, there, Matt. You just said straight out, it's the last one. It's the last one with Holly, isn't it? Yeah, I'm oh, so sad. Sh- it's the last one with Holly. <laughs> That's all right. There's really no much reason as to why they kept her. Yeah, we, well, we'll save it because we want something to talk about next series. You know, we're running out, obviously. So, uh, oh my god, it'll it'll be like series two all over again. Where's Crichton? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, going to be like that. Yeah, sure he until about episode five, and then say, oh, not oh my back god, that seems a long while ago, doesn't it? Now, <laughs> more innocent oh, times. Blimey. Hmm. Blimey. Right, okay, let's get back to this. Of course, in blue. Holly does get a reference. 
when they're talking about why Rimmer was brought back for Lister in the first place. So I think we like that. And there were a couple of us that were like nice old style things. The JMC honey, the talky so-and-so and the JMC uh, tissues that Lister uses. I, I like those. Uh, anyway, a couple of good jokes. We usually start with things that we liked. Here's a, a good one. The old lady with her legs wide open on a bench. We like that one. We had a good discussion about the Parker Knoll joke. Uh, did we know what a Parker Knoll was? Obviously, Matt did know what a Parker Knoll was, and possibly Matty didn't. Who knows? Um, the bra over the head. We like that. And what about the ironing? I mean, how do you iron a bra? Well, you've got to take it off first. Spent years practising that. I used to put my nan's bra around the armchair until I couldn't hook it with my left hand. Even now, every time I see a park and all, I get horny. No, I haven't. You know, you've left me till last, as usual, because I do tend to nick everybody else's. So that's absolutely <laughs> no, fine. I'm, I'm very guilty of that this week. I'm really I sorry. can't be bothered. I'm so excited to... about the cat. I know you were. That's fine. Um, I've, I do. Have, one of them is in the form of a question to Matty. When Rimmer and Crichton are in the cafe and Crichton is wearing a mask, do you know who that the mask was of? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Crichton's wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. Do you know who that mask was of? An American? Have you ever seen <laughs> Point Break? No. Right, okay. That was the American president at the time, Ronald Reagan. But it was before you were born, oh, so that's absolutely fine. Isn't he fine. the one that was assassinated? <laughs> no, they, he, there was an attempt to assassinate him, yes. No, it was quite... It was It was in the 1960s with the one that was assassinated. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, but he, he, there was an assassinate, assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan. So I guess I have to mention a couple of things that did fall flat for the four of us. Uh, I think possibly the overuse of Crichton going on and on. I, I know Matt particularly doesn't like the character of Crichton in this series, getting so upset about Kachansky all the time. But he does obviously say about Kachansky's flaws quite a lot. And the salad cream joke does seem to be a little laboured. Um, we've got the, um, do you know what the comet is made of? Go on, say what it's made of. It just doesn't seem to work. And then we get the same sort of repeated fail of a joke with the say it. Oh, do you really want to say it from Kachansky and Lister? And also her guitar joke. I mean, Kachansky has a few lines, but I think we felt none of them really worked for her in this episode. But hey, let's have a clip of something we did like. Auxiliary flight modulator is short-circuited. And the chocolate dispenser's ejected all the nutty fruit snack bars onto the galley floor. <laughs> And possibly another silly outtake or two. Go on, admit it. Have you listened to any? Yes, I've listened to them. Do you know what? I was listening <laughs> to some today. I was driving All back right. from Cardiff today and I was listening to them. Cool. And what did you think? I thought it was great. I just had to cut, keep cutting it off whenever you were talking. <laughs> I mean, it can't have been a very long episode then. No. <laughs> like two minutes long. Unfortunately, there's not a filter for that. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to have... Okay. Don't hate me. Uh, one of my favourite lines from the whole show was... I, I, I'm, so it's good. One of my favourite lines from this shit show. <laughs> Start again. Start again. <laughs> One of my favourite lines from this shit show. This shit show. <laughs> um, next. Well then. <laughs> thing. What do we think of the story this time round? Um, I think 
No, let's grab that. Let's, let's, um, let's go back. <laughs> <clears throat> Fantastic stuff. But, um, the, the, oh, God, I forgot what I was going to say. Jeez. Monster uh, type thing. With a the... cross? What? What? Hey? Hey? Hmm? Well, we just mentioned the story in an outtake there. Um, and I think we like the story of this and we like the structure of the series in the sense that, you know, women are going and being missed and not just being dropped and forgotten was quite a nice way to deal with it. And we certainly like Lister um, missing him. But in this episode, the problem of Rimmer being introduced is, I mean, the golf sequence just wasn't that amusing of all the great Rimmer things there was. The flashback was them playing golf on a moon. Rimmer doesn't even speak for the first several lines. And then it's not that funny, really, him just picking up the ball. So we, we didn't like that very much. The locker gag was OK, but I guess we looked at plot points and pedantic natures of, well, he's a hologram anyway, so fire in the face is not going to do much to him, really. Although I have to say, it does contain one of my little favourite Rimmer moments of all time. I just thought it was time I lightened up a bit. Yeah, that made me giggle. And it did start a whole discussion, which is just a shame we haven't got about what those party blowers are called. And I think we came to the conclusion they're called party blowers. But there you go. On the DVD, I actually look like I've climaxed when I do the kind of suck of the spoon thing. You do, it's, you it's, do, yeah. it's, uh, it's porn, but that will be one for the um, cutting room floor. If you, <laughs> On wood. you think it is, you think it is. Bothered. And, and Rimmer said it was a tactical manoeuvre to outfox the enemy. 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 Take two. I'm doing a mat with with Alfred Hitchcock. Um, but, um, sorry, Dad. I was I was I was gonna, just going to go to you. I was just going to go to you. So act like you just come in naturally. <laughs> oh, you bitch! <laughs> I know. As I think I've already said, we liked the plot-wise, and, and I particularly enjoyed the dream sequence, especially when I first watched this episode, and that kiss between Lister and Rimmer was a winner for me, and we all, well, enjoyed that, if that's the right word. Uh, so, yeah, that was a good moment. Now, I'm recording this after we've finished all our recordings for Season 7, so I'm coming from a slightly different place in the future, but um, I have to say, the Rimmer-Munchkin song is... Without doubt, a classic moment in Red Dwarf and makes season seven worthwhile. Um, the series itself is maligned and we are getting mixed responses to it. But, yeah, I mean, if we didn't have that, the world would be a poorer place in Red Dwarf land. So I just thought it might be a nice idea if we quickly go through the lyrics. I'm not sure if Howard Goodall wrote the lyrics or if it was Doug Naylor. I, I don't know, but I mean... It's a bit of a gift, isn't it? When they chose the name Rimmer perfectly and we've got some great things. Anyway, here we go. If you're in trouble, he will save the day. He's brave and he's fearless, come what may. Without him, the mission would go astray. He's Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. Without him, life would be much grimmer. He's handsome, trim, and no one slimmer. He will never need a zimmer. He's Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. More reliable than a garden strimmer. He's never been mistaken for your Brinner. He's not bald and his head doesn't glimmer. Master of the wit and the repartee. His command of space directives is uncanny. How come he's such a genius? Don't ask me. Ask Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. 
He's also a fantastic swimmer, and if you play your cards right, then he just might come round for dinner. And much as I regret this, there's actually an extra verse, I believe, that wasn't in the, the main edit of the programme. So here we are. Let me just sing it. He's Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. No rhymes left now apart from Quimmer. He'd better fade us out before we get to Schlimmer. Fade out, you stupid Plimmer. I mean, that is ridiculously great. Um, for me, the more reliable than a garden strimmer, and he's never been mistaken for your Brinner, he's not bald and his head doesn't glimmer. It's actually really influential on me. Some people who listen to the podcast may realise that the three Masketeers have had a, another podcast, Corpses on Stage, about amateur dramatics, because we're all involved. One of the reasons we've struggled to get together as shows have started up again over lockdown, we've been busy... Um, doing those other hobbies. Uh, but yeah, one of the things I do is uh, write and direct pantomimes and this kind of lyric changing, lyric writing is just my bread and butter. I love it. It's great. So anyway, we don't want to hear too much from me. Let's uh, have a couple of clips of a, one or two funny quotes from the show. Once Dave, my Dave, he sang the bird catcher song in the German translation and it was hilarious. We all like totally fell about. You fell about? <laughs> yeah. What, were you going through a meteor storm? <laughs> so what games do you play then? Match the body part to the crew member? <laughs> I always loved that one. Armpit, name that tune. Guess whose body is sticking through a hole in the curtain? Shall I add that one to the slate bird? You're quite right, sir. As usual. How could I have made such an elementary mistake? As usual. It's a tough like this, but I get really scared. Me too. <laughs> save us! Somebody saves before I wet me keks! So, yeah, we didn't think it was the greatest episode ever, and I'm sure most people would agree, even though it did have the Munchkin song. But I'm going to say Toodle Pipsky for now, and just leave you with a few more outtakes those things have been meaning to get out there for ages. And hopefully, within a week or two, we'll get back on schedule, get another episode out. Because, you know, actually, we've already started Series 8. We're going to get there. We'll get there. See you later, guys. Rob Lewer and Bowen. Um, <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what am I talking about? Is that a mashup? So what, he, he, what, he's, he's now crying that does interiors, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Robert Llewellyn. Robert Llewellyn. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised what I bloody well said as well. There's no spark plug. And release. <laughs> Hello, outtakes. Um, yeah. There's um, a little bit of something that didn't sit uh, terribly well with um, Rimmer thinking that Ace might wear dresses in private and drink mint juleps and whip <laughs> well, the house boy. I mean... We were gonna. I was gonna go onto that and talk about that as as an issue with the thing. So yes, it absolutely should make it into the edit. But I didn't know if you all want right to then. Move on to that in a minute. All right then. I should let you bring up that topic. Well, up it doesn't have to be me that brings it up. It's just that. I just no, I think I think it should. <laughs> Self-elected chairperson strikes again. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to. I was just. I was just saying. I didn't know if we were ready to talk about that just yet. I feel like, was that video that went viral of that town meeting thing where they all started getting <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like that's what it should be. Because I, I'm only saying that, Matt, because that that's our Rimmer's character rather than 
Ace from mm. who, we, who we were talking about. That's all. Um, no, the, my, my point was is that I, would they say stuff like that these days? Oh, I, I totally agree. I totally agree, and that's and it's absolutely what we should go to then. All right, let's let's yeah. uh, let's move on to that then, should we? I don't know if you're going to put if if you should put this in, but we watched um, a thing about Victoria Wood at Christmas, and there was a clip of a song from Victoria Wood uh, seen on TV, which I think was made between '84 and '87, and there's all these ladies in a sort of department store cafe. And the song, and it's a song. It's called Shopping, and the only black woman in it is the um, like uh, waitress. And all the other women are sat around in, you know, their sort of normal clothes and stuff and singing about they've been trying to get this in shopping and their buddy and hurt and stuff. And with a nice cup of strong Darjeeling, they'll be able to go on shopping. And she's going past with the cake trolley. Um, and, I just, and we both... I mean, when the... Um, the uh, What's the little ship called? Starbug. When, where, uh, edit. Oh, we did a sort of... Da- yeah, did a sort of dance in a circle. Yes, yes, I do remember it. Yes, I do, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to stop, Matt. I can't keep farting <laughs> around these sounds. You said you wanted a sound effect for the confusion, so I was Yes, that means he's gonna find one. <laughs> this is what I do. Because if you've not noticed, well, you obviously don't listen to it because all that bah, 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 has not made it into a single episode. <laughs> has it not? I don't, no. I don't oh, think we've got oh. to the. Uh, I don't know if we've got to the ones where you've been using it yet. No. I was going to say. I'd already been putting in dun, dun, dun a couple of times, and now you're putting it in. (laughs) Make sure it makes your job a hell of a lot easier, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah. Does you (laughs) put in random sound effects we don't know are coming in and us talking over them make my job (laughs) easier? I know. I'll let you be the judge. Or maybe I won't. (laughs) I need a you'll be a judge sound effect. One second. Matty, have you not noticed how grey he's looking? I mean, was that, I wouldn't tell you that sound to my sound effects. That's just Matt. No, no I, I'm not going to blame him. I would. You know, he, he's phoned me before after he's done his editing and he was rocking back. Becky's phoned me. He's rocking backwards and forwards and frothing. You know? <laughs> right, where were we? We've just been talking about... A wugger, a wugger, a wugger, a wugger. A wugger. What a guy. What a guy. Now I can't find it in my notes. See, this is why we don't go to Matt first. I recognised the barmaid. I was, I was, did you? Yes, I did. I thought, what have I seen you in before? What did it transpire you had seen her in before? Oh, I can't, I don't know. Um, Say that again, because I've got a big ping. Becky, as she walked in. She's doing her best creeping in and her phone goes <laughs> ping. <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't the sound of her magically appearing. Uh. <laughs> I didn't know if you were carrying on, Dan. No, no, I think I'd done. Had you finished it? Finished. I'd finished. Um, yeah. I, I know you don't want to cut back. across from that time, but I finished. Oh, actually, what is it, Matt? A Red Dwarf it's podcast. It's a Red Dwarf podcast. Do you want to do that again? Right, we've got to get this right. You're Matty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing it in that... unison. Well, you just actually... did my... You just Actually, do my voice, week, and I'll just move my mouth. There was a funny bit out when I when I said, "Right, Matt, what's your um, Matt? What what do you think about this this week?" And then you came in. Oh, I'm glad you came to me first because, <laughs> and we went, "No, we're not going to you first. <laughs> but lager, the only thing that can kill a vindaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I would have actually said milk or yogurt. 
because that's what they advise because that that drink that lassie is um is that sterilized like milk? Yogurt. <laughs> no it's it's yogurt because you you have that for if it's really spicy you can cut that you cut that bit out it's not very interesting i know as i was gonna say it doesn't does it work as well as yeah of course milk the only thing that can kill a vindaloo <laughs> i'm Wouldn't not sure it works that's around dog milk <laughs> Don't Probably still me. some of that left, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. No one else had it. I mean, Ooh, I don't know how yow. I resemble that. I've got lots of hair. <laughs> hair? It wasn't the hair I was referring to. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I, this is good Good um, fodder for um outtake episode. Anything? <laughs> I mean, I, I, was that traumatic at your nan's or was it a nice, happy, warm place? No, no. She, no, she'd, pop, she'd pop a bit of Glenn on the radiogram. Um, you know, it was just like a big piece of furniture, and <laughs> it was. It was cocktail cabinet at one end, you know, kind of like big radio with a massive dial on the front. It was, if uh... I tell you she bought that at Lewis's, how will you feel? <laughs> no. What? Who Pericomo is? No, no, no. I know Pericomo. Who's saying it? it um, Pericomo. Some memories are made of this with one of those stashed in the slacks. Yeah, I thought, what? And then I watched the scene again, and I and I got it. I got I'm it. glad you. I'm glad you picked up their talk. What they were talking about there. Yeah, his penis, Matt. We're talking about his penis. Stop saying that word. First, cheerio, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, we didn't have to do it a million times. I'm gonna go open some beer bottles with my overbite, Matty. Like the worst, that's the worst ending you've ever done. <laughs> Go and grab a drink. Snizzit, I was. it, I was. it, I was.